0: Live video is starting, and it says we are live,
1: my friend. Okay. It's not about tonight. It's not about Jurgen Klinsmann. It's not just about Bruce Arena. As a whole, U.S. soccer is not prepared. They have not done a good enough job of getting this group ready to play. And keep in mind, the last two Olympics, no United States. Those players that would be playing in the Olympics, 24th through 28th, yes. how many of them are in this roster? The player's got to be good enough, too. So a lot of people on social media right now want to say, it's Jurgen Klinsmann's fault. It's Bruce Arena's fault. It's Daniel Galati's fault. By the way, as an ex-player, every single one of those players, they can take some nightmares yep. for the rest of their lives because this is an utter embarrassment with the amount of money that is in Major <clears throat> League Soccer and in this sport. You can't get a draw, a tie against Trinidad Max, you don't deserve to go to the World Cup. We, they they certainly did. not And people always say about it's tough to get points here, but I see Mexico oh, get points. Come on. We can, we, we can stop using that excuse. Yes. This is, this is, you look at this team. You look at this. They're going to be sitting around next summer, and they're going to be watching this World Cup go on without them. So what does this program do? Is this, this winter? Do you, do you blow it up do you. This is everything, though, Max. So Because I remind everyone, 2,000 euros, Germany laid an egg, and they all came together. Bundesliga, second Bundesliga, DFB, the German uh, Football Federation, all came together with a 10-year plan. Guess what happened in 10 years? They won that World Cup. If this failure does not wake up everyone from U.S. soccer to Major League Soccer, from pay-to-play to to broadcasters to everything, then we're all insane. Because the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing, knowing the result. Love it. It's...
2: On one there, brother.
0: Had <laughs> every scared. right to be at that time.
2: I know, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, that music means one thing. Welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red, White, and Blue Soccer Cats. See what I did there, brother? See what I did there? I like that. Yeah. yeah. So we had that intro oh my gosh Aaron do you remember where you were five years ago watching that match and I realized we were going to lose to Trinidad and Tobago
0: I'm pretty sure I was watching that game uh, with my dad probably at their house so probably with my mom and maybe Amy as well probably just sitting around watching us uh, just throw it away really oh. um and you know that the handful of guys that were there that day that are on this team uh, can now breathe the sigh of relief that you know they have not just gotten there but taken it that one step further that really needs to happen and i think um you know we're, we're going to get into you know the specifics in these games but one thing i want to say is you know there's been a lot of criticism of Burhalter halter and this group of players mm-hmm. but they went out there and they got the job done. It wasn't always pretty, and it wasn't the way everybody had hoped it was going to go down. But at the end of the day, um, they got through, and they, they did it on a goal from a guy that was there five years ago. And um, yeah, I would say has definitely redeemed himself in, there, in our eyes.
2: Man. Man, they did that thing. And, um, you know, like, like you said, we will dive into it um, quite a bit tonight, obviously. But, um, you know, let, let's just welcome everybody. Uh, it's Wednesday night. Welcome we here uh, live from our separate studios that we, uh, we have now incorporated into the show. Um, I still have uh, the USA Jersey hanging up back here. Uh, you've got all of your accoutrement behind you, my friend. Um, it's good to be a USA soccer fan. Yeah, It's really good right now to be a USA soccer fan. Um, and the matches that we have played, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of take them one by one and start with, uh, you know, we, we were together <clears throat> whenever, you know, they played Wales and, uh, you know, we, we talked about that match and I want to move on from that match and I wanted to go straight to the England match. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to kind of get your impressions about that match because I in my opinion, that match showed – that match to me showed the world that United States men's soccer team has evolved into a team where you have to now really, you got to prepare for, you can't just mm-hmm. go into the match with the U S men's soccer team anymore and just be like, okay, well, they're going to make all the mistakes and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of them. That, that, that for me, that is long gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, that match kind of, kind of proved that, um, you know, we've got guys who, who play against Harry Kane, you know, who Mm -hmm. play against, you know, play against and with Mason Mount and, you know, uh, Raheem Sterling and, uh, and and Saka and, and all those guys, they play with them. So they know how to how to address them off the dribble and in you know in defense and this is this is what this is what I want to lead into and let you kind of riff on too, man, is that it seems like us us men's soccer team has not only evolved but they literally now are on almost a level playing field, not not whole not wholly not totally as a team, but individual players. I think that you could say that because they have been part of this type of uh, this type of competition in the Premier League, in the Bundesliga, in the you know in La Liga, it, it, because they're there, they are now getting reps. I guess you could say they're getting the minutes playing with these top tier athletes. And lo and behold, Aaron, I think we have ourselves some top tier athletes now in the world of mm-hmm. soccer. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Well, I, I think that it is what is truly illustrated by that loss uh, and, and missing out on the 2018 World Cup is that we've been getting there. We've, yeah. we've been doing that for several years now. But when you have such a, a monumental setback, like missing out on a World Cup, and like Taylor said, missing out on, on – uh, Olympics, which in soccer isn't nearly a, as big of a deal, but it's still a progression and it and it does show you kind of you know it's a it's a benchmark as to where you are and and we've performed well in previous Olympics. So we did go through this period here where I think a lot you know a lot of people reverted back to oh, it's the United States, that sort of thing they can't even get out of concacaf. And what's unfortunate is that overshadowed the fact that you know a lot of guys were already getting good reps, but you do touch on a good point. We're at a spot now where we've got not just guys on a team getting minutes, not guys. uh, You know, it was a big deal that Landon Donovan ended up at Everton on loan spells and he, and he did really, really well, but it was kind of like a, Oh, you know, sort of a lifetime uh, appreciation award sort of thing versus now, you know, Weston McKinney is a driving force for Juventus. Christian Pulisic has, you know, at times struggled for minutes with Chelsea this year. I think you could say the same for just about every player in his position at that club right now. None of them have really distinguished themselves, but he gets enough regular starts and, and is playing in the premier league. It's a whole other discussion to talk about Chelsea's development, vis-a-vis Landon's development and things of that nature, but, or I'm sorry, not Landon, um, Christian's, but you know, Timothy Weah getting good minutes for I believe it's Lyon in in the French league. Josh Sargent starting and you know scoring goals for fun for Norwich in the championship. Um and you know it, another thing you know as a as a as a tangent here, you know it seems like Americans mock MLS mm. more than foreigners mock the MLS like there's very much oh the MLS guys can't contribute but you know what you don't hear Colombians complaining about their guys getting minutes in the MLS you don't you don't hear other you know nationalities shitting on the MLS because it is a good level of professional football and at the end of the day it's playing high level on a regular basis and Mm -hmm. you know if that were the case then you know Brazil couldn't be successful because there's always a handful of guys who ha- have come from the Brazilian league. Nobody talks about that league. So it's not nearly the detriment I think people make it out to be. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, it it really burns me that it does seem like it's predominantly Americans who, who do that because, uh, you know, it, there's, you know, a variety of, of things, you know, going on around the world. But, you know, not all the Japanese guys play – in Italy or or Germany or or the Premier League, they got right. several homegrown guys that that are still playing, and and you know they're having success. South Korea, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 kind of gotten old in my opinion, and yeah. it tells me those people really don't fully grasp. I mean, do I want? All our Americans playing for the biggest clubs in the world? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. But to automatically discount somebody just because they play in the MLS, I think, is very short-sighted. But, well, but back to yeah, your – oh, go ahead. Yeah.
2: No, no, no. I was going to say about the MLS. <clears throat> I wanted to also say this and throw this out there for you. I, I mean, I think the MLS is comparable to the Champions League. And, you know, we're not quite Premier League. Championship. Know, Championship League. Or the championship. we're We're not quite the mm-hmm. premier. But you know what? Hey, that second tier, I think we hey, I, we could hold our own as a league compared to the championship. I would like to think
0: so, yeah. I would definitely like to think so. Um, but yeah, I mean we we do have these players now, and I it it's nice that the world's getting to see how valuable Tyler Adams is how valuable Weston McKinney is what Matt Turner is evolving into and you know, I just read this today Matt Turner didn't start playing soccer until he was in high school he's wow. like the Tim he's like the Tim Duncan uh, of, of soccer I'm just gonna start I'm gonna start this late and, and learn that's it and good. then dominate the yeah. game
2: yeah.
0: um yeah. so th- so that's just fabulous but you look I mean there were so many good performances from yep. players all over the field I want to talk about how good Walker Zimmerman and Tim Ream have been together. And, yes, it was nice to see Cameron Carter-Vickers come in yesterday. I'm not really sure why that's they made that good. decision. But but the the back line really has, has done a great job, right? Gave up one goal over the course of, of, of three matches, and that was from the penalty spot, uh, which, you know, that's really the only, you know, foot step that, that Zimmerman has made wrong. Because he, he he played so well, uh, and, and Reem, you know, finally coming back into the fold after being out for so long, is yeah. is just tremendous as well. So I I, I was really I excited to see
2: that. Reem is showing why he's back. You know mm-hmm. he's he's, he's mm-hmm. putting in he's putting in really really quality minutes. Zimmerman, I'm tired. Like <clears throat> I, I want to shut. I want to just shut out all of the wannabe u.s men's national team like facebook sites that i'm on because you've got people out there oh zimmerman gave up you know that goal against gareth bale and blah blah he filed i'm like you know what look that happens how many times do we have to say this is the second youngest team in the world cup right now Mm -hmm. they're going to make errors. They're going Mm -hmm. to make mistakes. But the beauty about being young is when you make errors and make mistakes, you still have legs and you still have raw Mm -hmm. determination to try and make up for those errors and mistakes. And the U.S. provided themselves so many opportunities, not only at the end of the Wales match, but also throughout the England match. Now, England Mm -hmm. really pressed at the end. They really Mm -hmm. did we were able to hold on and we were able to say okay look if we get this point we're setting ourselves up for a winnable match mm-hmm. we're setting ourselves up for a winnable match against iran um and by the way i said it the right way and so did tyler adams uh <laughs> hmm. i don't know if you saw that interview but it was yeah. incredible because yeah I, I, the the class that these guys have the yeah. desire they have the the honor for the game like Mm -hmm. like they they are playing they are playing worthy to be there and that speaks volumes the way Mm -hmm. that they embraced the iranian uh players at the end of the match the way that they they literally just showed all kinds of respect for for not only the welsh team but also the england team you know english team Mm -hmm. i i love these guys and i love how they're representing us but in that mm-hmm. england match my friend that was a winnable match we mm-hmm. we had opportunity after opportunity yeah. especially early on like that mid mid range first half we had mm-hmm. several opportunities mckinney like it was like when oh and by the way can we talk about dest where the hell did he come from my man is playing Ball.
0: Ooh, we are we are going to really have a a difference of opinion.
2: Oh no no! no. Like the guy. Yeah, he
0: finally came good in in, in this game against Iran, but uh, that first game he was really erratic. And wait
2: wait wait! Because you and I both watched that game, and we did say Des was erratic. But like I said, where did he come from? Like like he has really pulled it together. The guy is recovering well. He's covering for people who's getting beat. He's servicing the he's he's servicing the ball into the box and created. He created Pulley's goal. The guy's playing great, but but he
0: played better I in the third him. game.
2: That that England match. I, I know <clears throat> I know we've made it through, but I know Weston McKinney is like, oh please let us meet them again because if I had that same ball served, to me, yeah, go like, I, it happen. I mean. It happen. I mean, that was- ball
0: got on him in a hurry. Um, did. I, you know, that's to me, that's, I'm not even sure I'd show it in the highlights. You know, I'd say the U S had some chances and that was probably the best one. And that tells you what that was like. Chances were really at a minimum, you know, maybe if that falls to somebody else, not that Weston can't score goals, but that, right. you know, I, I'd rather see him on the end of a header or something like that. But maybe if that ball has falling to Pooley, uh, or to uh, you know Haji in that particular moment he might be able to to put that away but I mean uh, yeah it's a half chance and and yeah he wishes he could have it back um, right. but you know I I think that game was also you know we 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 had, we played whales who really want to do what we do which is sit back let the other team have the ball and play on the counter attack counter attack and you know hopefully that the last guy touches the ball is Gareth Bale. Then you play against a team like England, and it's the exact opposite. They're going to possess the ball the whole time, which actually suits us, so we can sit back and play the counterattacking game. And yeah. England want to like play passes, right? They want to get on that ball and move it around, which gives you opportunities to steal the ball and create transition moments. And then you go back to Iran, who, you know, basically reverting back to how we needed to play against Wales, we're going to have the possession of the ball a lot more, and Iran actually doesn't need to do anything. Right. They didn't need to come out. Um And, and I, I think that's what I'm disappointed in is that they needed to get a goal in that second half and we didn't figure out a way to, to kill them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, now we're going to go back to play against the Netherlands and that's going to be more like the England match as far as we're not going to see the ball quite as much with I think which I think suits us just fine. We play that counter. Um, I agree. and then the Netherlands are a different prospect. I think they're a little bit more open at the back. So if we can really create some transitional moments, um, you know, we can get at them. I'm anxious to see, I, given the way he got injured and how it, how you recover from those things, I have a feeling Pulisic is probably going to dress, but I doubt he starts against the Netherlands, yeah. which maybe gives an opportunity for Aronson, to start from the beginning and then you can run that sort of, I don't know that I would go all out press on Holland because they spread out a lot more yeah, um, okay. and, and could really open us up a bit. But again, I, I think their weak spot would be defensive transition and I think we could hit them there.
2: So here's what I'm going to say about the Holland match. And, and you know, as far as the England match is concerned, yes i i i really do think that's where we established ourselves as like say hey guys we're here and we're ready to play um the iran match just scrappy i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's an incredibly scrappy performance by the united states um lin-manuel miranda you know hey Scrappy just like my country. That's exactly what they did. I mean, they must have listened to that on their on their you know their earbuds before they came out. But they 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 fought so hard in that. But as we look at the Netherlands, once again, I think that this group of players, this group of Eagles or baby eagles, they they've played against Virgil van Dyke. They know how the defense works. They know how he moves because literally if you can get past Van Dyke, I mean, like you said, I think he, I think it can open up for that counter attack. And so Mm -hmm. I, I would hope that they would be able to draw from their experience of playing in the premier league. And those people who aren't in the premier playing in the champions league, if they had a chance to play Liverpool, they know how Van Dyke operates. Um, because I really think that if you can get past him, we've got a really good shot at this match. I, I, I'm not sure that we could have pulled a better match, a match up for us. It's either going to be, it, it's either going to be a huge letdown because we're, and I hope this isn't where we're going. And I don't think Burholtz will let it happen. It, it's either going to be like, hey, we're happy to be here, or it's going to be no focus yeah i don't think it's gonna be that. it's gonna be laser focus we're gonna go in and we're gonna to expect to walk off that pitch with a w
0: mm-hmm. That's I yeah I, I, there's there's no other way to approach the match and and uh, i i think even teams that no one gives a chance to that is your mindset. That's how you walk out onto the field at this level of play. I don't care if you're even a Qatari player, knowing that yeah. you're most likely going to yeah. get your asses handed to you, you still go out believing we can win this match. We've trained for it. Now, once like, you get out there and things don't go, maybe you get a little drop in your gut, but sure, you know that's only happened to a couple teams. I mean, uh, I, I I feel really bad for Canada because I thought they played some really really good I, stuff, and yeah. I think it just Dude. finally took its toll on him the other day in in that game oh, in um
2: Mexico today. Oh my gosh, I was pulling for him, man. I was pulling for him. I was like dang. I want to see yeah. the teams make it as possible. I do. And I know they're a rival. I totally get it. But I
0: just think it's funny that they basically are eliminated by the fact that they committed too many fouls.
2: I know. <laughs> oh man. Um so Talk to me about this last match. Let's break it down a little bit more, Iran. Um, I did not like. I did not like the frantic. I, I think you. I think you had said it earlier in the fact that you know we we haven't yet learned how to kill off the game. Yeah, we haven't yet learned how to kill off a match, and and the, the I don't want to give them the name of my favorite NFL team, but boy, these are cardiac kids. If you, if you, if you watch this team, and this is what I'm afraid we're going to see throughout the tournament for however far they go, it is going to be, oh my God, why is there so much stoppage time? Let's, let's not have so much stoppage Mm -hmm. time, but what do you, I mean, what did you see in the Iran match that, that gives you caution and what did you see that kind of gives you hope um, that the U.S. is finally starting to gel?
0: Um, you know, I don't have a lot of fears. Uh, I I was really pleased about how the defense performed in all three matches. Uh, I mean, they 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 have to get, you know, A-plus, five-star ratings for just about everything when it comes to the defensive side of the ball and the way they played. Um, if we have shortcomings, it's that Anthony Robinson has no idea how to put a good service into the box. Uh, I mean, I, I remember watching him in person, uh, yeah. while they played, uh, I want to say maybe Costa Rica back in January in a World Cup in, qualifier. Uh, just, yeah, went. it was over in Columbus and it was freezing cold. Beautiful stadium, by the way. Um, but you could see it, it it's just, I, I. You know, I, I love that he's, he's good defensively. Um, and he occasionally gets forward and he does put in a decent ball, but he's out there and they give it to him so much that so many services are just really, really poor. Um, and I think Dest for me has been a bit up and down and he is better going forward than he is on the defensive side of the ball. I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if he might get pushed further forward and then bring in, um, uh, uh, Yedlin as just you know a steady stable you know defensive back but
2: but how, but how are Yedlin's legs that's the thing I mean you know a dude you, you get well I mean
0: and- he's he's not there to just make up the numbers man
2: uh, well, I, I mean no, 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 i get that I get that but- and he's
0: he's he's not played that many minutes in this World Cup so I uh, so should be I, I, if at all he should be yeah. fresh okay. um okay. but what what Pleases me. What has me excited is that um, you know, Pulisic especially uh, has found some joy kind of in between the lines, running at teams. Yeah. Um, and and there will be spaces on the field uh, against Holland. And um, you know we've we've talked on other shows about how this Virgil Van Dyke doesn't look quite the same uh, a, a, as previous versions. Uh, he can be beat off the dribble. You know, it was, it was the big deal. Nobody beats him. No, he, he gets, he can be beaten now and he can fall asleep occasionally. I'm not disparaging the guy. This is what happens to everybody as you get a little bit older. Right. But right. the the sight of a healthy Christian Pulisic, and again, knock on wood, he's got to recover from injury, but the sight yeah. of a healthy Christian Pulisic or, you know, a speedy Weah uh, running directly at that back line, that makes me happy. And, you know, Goals got to go in at some point. You know, they, they've really created a lot of opportunities. And they created opportunities against England. You know, they, they weren't as clear as they would have liked, but they created some opportunities. And if you can do that against England, I think you're going to be able to do it against Holland. You look at what Ecuador did to them with that press. Mm-hmm. I think the United States kind of do something similar. And they're going to I mean these guys are going to be up. These guys are going to be jacked yeah. way the hell up yeah. for this match.
2: And, you know, with Wea, uh, you know, the first match against Wales, I did not... I, I didn't see aggressive runs from him. I did not see him aggressively running in the box. Other than, obviously, you know, the incredible chip that he scored that was wonderful, but I I didn't see it then. I started to see it in England. Boy, you saw him aggressively attacking in that Iran Mm -hmm. match. Partially because, yeah, we've got to win this one. But, boy, when he attacks in the box, he draws at least two or three three defenders. So, basically... Somebody can come in and, mm-hmm. and literally I mean clean up. I mean, I'm like yeah. I'm excited about that. Well, the you know, long the long problem way, yeah, he's good.
0: The problem with uh you know the whales match is that there just wasn't gonna be all that much space in behind. And and we scored the one time there was, you know, Polisic yeah. again dribbling between the lines, causing confusion, brings people over. Right. That now creates the space for Waya to run into. If Polisic isn't able to do that. That doesn't happen. You know, it's it's not like they're just going to be sitting, waiting on yeah. that ball. Um, and, you know, you, you look at Dest making that overlap for McKinney's ball oh. that ultimately oh. Pulisic scored on. That's the yeah. kind of stuff that we're going to have to figure out how to do if teams are going to pack it in. But I don't think we have to worry about that. The Netherlands is going to come to play.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a, a comment uh, from Vince. Vince, how you doing, brother? Um, uh, go Timbers uh he Vince says way I had some sloppy touches towards the end of the Iran game. Well, yeah, because the guy was gassed. Uh you know, I, I mean they they all were gassed. And, and and I think that when once again second youngest team in the world Well,
0: game, but I think then that,
2: Well, no no no, I'm not saying from a physical standpoint. <clears throat> think about it too, Aaron, you know this. I mean, what what did Yogi Berra say? He said baseball is, what, eight what 50% physical and 60% mental or something, no, yeah, like, something that. like that? yeah, <laughs> something like that, yeah. Something like This is also a, menti- a mentally challenging and draining game. I mean, you have to be on. You have to constantly be thinking where you're at. And so, yeah, he's going to have some touches go astray here and there but I would still trust Tim way in the 89th, 90th, 91st, 92nd minute.
0: Yeah. I, I guess all I'll say is, is this Tim way is a professional, he's not some young kid. Um, he, he, plays for Celtic. He's already played for other big clubs. He understands the moment. Um, I, I, I think the more concerning thing is that, uh, you know, there were a lot of opportunities and, and, and I actually had this discussion with somebody at the bar watching the game, uh, some of their first touches really put them in bad places. Like, we would really have opportunities to get on the front foot. Again, I go back to Anthony Robinson. Just sometimes he's so excited to do things that he really had opportunities to you know, get the ball out in front of him and get across in, and instead his touch really, really let him down. Um, you know, Wea has you know played pretty much – I think a full 90 in both matches and maybe he did come off in the, in the, the first one late. Um, but that's a lot of minutes it, it is. And I, I, I think that is an area where Burr Halter has struggled a bit is his in game management guys to bring on. I think he's gotten the tactics right from the outset. And I think the results show that, but he's not the best in game guy. Um, uh, but I mean, I, I don't know how much I'd have done different. I think, and unless there's something going on with Gio Reyna, I probably would have figured out him, how to have him in more. Um, and I think Aronson probably deserves a little bit more, but I can't say I'd have made too many other huge changes. There obviously was a reason to mix it up with with uh, bringing Cameron Carter Vickers in over, over over Zimmerman. You know, maybe the analytics said he needs a rest or something like that, or or Ber- mm. Berhalter just viewed it as a better matchup. I don't know. Um, but you know we we've got this opportunity to, to to take a breather before we play again on Saturday, and um, you know I, I I think it's a good matchup. You know, like you said, of all the teams that we could potentially be playing, you know, as as far as group winners, I'm not seeing a whole lot of other people that I'd have chosen instead. You know, I'm not sure I really want to run into Argentina right as they're trying to figure things out. Certainly don't want France or Belgium uh, at, at the moment. Um, I mean that said yeah it's a knockout tournament you know starting yesterday this became a true knockout tournament it's win or go home and you've got to show up with that that mentality so you know hopefully these guys are getting g'd up for it I mean I I don't know what else you'd be doing you know
2: absolutely absolutely so ladies and gentlemen what that does is that brings us to our halftime of the show and for those of you who may just be joining us which you know what hey we hit 400 followers on uh, yeah. Facebook the other day, man. I, you know, congratulations. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's all good stuff. Um, now if we can just get some money and retire. <laughs> and we're not so asking
0: they, you people for money. We're right, asking what? to be monetized.
2: Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. That's, that's like a, <clears throat> a federal offense. A I don't sponsor
0: know, anyway. something. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. The, um, the, the anyway. last guy just publicly did it on every time he went on TV. <laughs>
2: So my halftime shot, and this is why I have this glass, my friend, goes out to Captain America. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't have a Captain America shot glass, but he did play Superman for us by sacrificing body for country. So Christian Pulisic, um, I know you're watching. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll hear about you- it. His handlers are <laughs> going to turn. Yeah, there you go. Uh, man, thank you. Thank you for uh, instilling that, that – Pride and that drive in the guys, and I think that's going to take us a long way. So to uh, CP, thank you, man.
0: Right on, right on, and uh, minus for some folks closer to home. I've said it before. I'll say it again, but as ever, the great cast and crew of Chatham Tap Fishers have taken care of us for every match. I'm sure the same is going on downtown and at the Butler location. Um, Really just uh, phenomenal uh, to to be able to, you know, see the crowd. Um, I, by the way, I, I filmed yesterday. I used the little, uh, the GoPro or whatever and, uh, filmed it. So as soon as I figure out how to clip it, there will be a shot of some very happy U S national team fans going berserk in the bar. So big, big shout out. And thank you to the folks at Chatham tap fishers. Love you guys. Appreciate it. And CP get us another
2: Slanty. Hmm. So I, I need to I need to say this too for oh, all wow. of you um, Gallup Police, Ohio peeps out there that may stumble on this. There's a few of you who watch and interact. Um, I need to know where I need to go to watch the match on Saturday morning. Hopefully the B there there is open early so that we can watch the freaking match because I've got to go home this weekend, brother. Um, but I'm telling you what, if I can find a place. If I can find a place, I think you and I need to do um, a back-and-forth. I mean, all mean, right. back forth. I can do it on location in Gal Police, Ohio. Um, so for all you Gal Police, Ohio peeps out there, please hit me up. Let me know where they are showing the match on Saturday morning because, boy, I tell you, um, it's, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. And I think USA men's national team is going to – make history again i think they're going to make is, history again
0: yeah. is everybody in gallup police gathered around the old victrola to listen to us
2: <laughs> well well here's the thing too I, is the, the place where we watch i may have to go like this with the rabbit ears and, you know, <laughs> just and like stand that, in you know. the corner and hold your arm
0: in the air at a certain <laughs> angle <Yeah. laughs>
2: so aaron yeah. let's see our good old spreadsheet my friend Wait yes a- let's bring it up so
0: you know we're not doing too bad um your your optimism for qatar um let you down it let you down um, and i'll be honest i made my senegal pick um before i knew Sadio Mane was going to be injured um but they have managed to do all right without him i thought ecuador played really really well but qatar was definitely a long shot there so um I appreciated your optimism. Uh, we got Group B completely correct with England and USA. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's really too shocked by that. Um, yeah. I, I think um, if we could take a minute, did you see any of the England-Wales match?
2: Oh, I did not. But boy.
0: Marcus Rashford, baby.
2: Rashy. Rashy. Did he have a brace?
0: Yes. Yeah, he had two goals. One of them was a free kick, and it was just a belter. Just an absolute screamer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really good. Really good game from him. Nice. And then uh, and then I think Foden came on. Everybody's like, where's Phil Foden? And then he comes on and scores a goal. I'm pretty sure it was him. I oh, wow. Okay. Um, then we've got Group C. Argentina, uh, after looking like things were not going to go great for them, uh, managed to actually top the group. And uh, your pick of Poland was correct, although it really didn't have a whole lot to do uh, oh with gosh. with goals or, or with uh, – with, um, Lewandowski's goals really came down more to other factors in the group, but uh, Poland, Poland won't care. Uh, Wojciech Czesny with some massive saves. Uh, oh maybe, God. you know, everybody calls Ronaldo Pinaldo because he takes penalties and everybody thinks it's so easy, but uh, Messi doesn't seem to have the best track record, especially in some of these high profile matches. I know he missed one against uh, Chile years ago yeah. in the Copa America. There's no diss on Messi folks uh sometimes no, guys just sometimes guys just make saves on you uh yeah. but uh it the, I guess I'm more defending Ronaldo for the Pinaldo stuff because if it were that easy everybody could do oh, it um oh, we're and getting, it,
2: we're, we're, we're gonna, it's not easy Portugal when you get there for a minute but go ahead go
0: ahead <laughs> um and then uh you know France I think have not been quite as dominating as we were expecting them to be you know what I'm not sharing my screen so nobody knows exactly what the hell it I'm talking say, about yeah.
2: Let's like, let's
1: let's but share. France,
2: today, France. I mean, it was a uh, it was subs pretty much all around. I think five guys right. that were on the bench started. Today, yeah, they, so. they
0: made several changes, and I wasn't. I was unfortunately uh, in meetings and doing work and stuff like that today. The way I get paid, so um, didn't really get a chance to to watch much Absolutely. of that at all. And. Uh, so. Wow, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but Denmark, you know, it's, it's disappointing uh, one from the whole, you know, Christian Eriksen perspective and and, and the feel good factor of that. But mm-hmm. more importantly, I thought at times they played really well and kind of much like the United States, just some of those goals weren't coming. And I, I think this is becoming a problem for some teams. Um, you know, we hop to the next group, uh, <laughs> that seems to be a bit of an issue, you know, uh, for yeah. Germany struggling yeah. to find their feet. Um, I think we're both going to be wrong on at least one here because I have a feeling uh, okay, Spain's exactly. going through. Um, let me let me do a quick check here and, and see where uh, where they team? are in the standings. Um, I think yes, yeah, Spain. And then, so Spain, Japan, Costa Rica, and then Germany. So uh, and anybody could get out of that group, you know. Anybody can get out of this group, um, but you know, you've got Germany taking on uh, Costa Rica now. And Spain taking on a Japan side that has looked pretty good, in my opinion. So uh, I really, I think we might be good here for Japan going through in second. And we uh, apparently overlooked yet another good Spain side. Um, Over here in Group F, boy, these guys are just beating each other up. Um, I I think Croatia is going through. And there's a big question mark over Belgium right now. Um, They are just not gelling um, you know, I, I know it's probably a little tongue in cheek from Kevin De Bruyne about how old they are, but they, they do look like they are struggling a bit. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, I thought that first match took them a while to get going and then they finally got over, but, uh, really haven't looked all that great since. No. Um, I
2: thought when they brought in big Rom, I thought <clears throat> Rom might make a difference, but boy, I mean, just didn't do.
0: He's, he's just not played enough. Not I, you things. know, I, oh. I, I, I think the you know, the question mark is, is, is the guy really, truly healthy? He's certainly not match fit. Um, We move over to group G. It's also still open though. Most likely Brazil's going through uh, as, as, as the um, winner uh, in in, in spot one there because of their goal differential, I think would take an awful lot uh, for that to be overcome, but um, you know, anything could happen. Uh, And then you've got, you know, Portugal's the top of their group. Um, and let's switch back over. So Portugal's at the top of their group, uh, Which, but it's, uh, it's it's
2: Cristiano Ronaldo scored every goal <clears throat> Portugal has has made so far. I mean, you know, he's just he's amazing. <laughs>
0: hey, man, goal scorers claim all goals. <laughs> T- I guarantee you Thierry Henry's like, yeah man, if I felt a hair follicle touch that, I'm I'm claiming it. I I oh, saw him man. I saw him claim a goal that Ashley Cole did all the work, dribbled through a whole bunch of people, steps inside into the eighteen and took a shot and it accidentally yeah. hit Thierry Henry's heel and went in and he pointed at his heel and <laughs> ran away claiming the goal. Like, oh yeah, I yeah, totally meant oh, to do that. So I guarantee oh. you Cristiano said I, I felt a little bit of a hair gel move. And uh, right, that's definitely right, my right. goal.
2: But my product, look, the product was not there on that spot. That's what it was. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'm gonna say this right now, though. Um, Manchester United guys are balling out at this tournament well, so far.
2: Well, okay, I was gonna say that, but but you also got to give love to the Chelsea fellas too. I mean, you oh know, no, no, no! You got, no Paulie, but you got you know Mindy. They, they put their people through. I'm
0: repping this, reppin this side. I'm repping this side. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, Bruno. I tell you what, it it's it's interesting because you said it with Harry oh, Maguire. Yeah. You, you said it with Harry Maguire when these guys put on that national team kit. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. There there is a different side that comes out to them. It's like it's almost like Bruno now, because he's playing for Portugal, can play with Ronaldo. Like, like it's like it's not that much of a it's not that much pressure because everybody else on the team feels that same pressure. So he's able to like spread it out a little bit. Yeah, more. maybe. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but boy, he's been on fire. The guy's been looking good. Um yeah. I you know, Rashi's on form. Casimiro uh, for yeah.
0: Brazil with that goal. Casemiro,
2: Whoa. I mean, but this is what I'm saying. That's Fred. What I'm That's why I'm talking about Brazil, man. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and the anchor of Brazil, good old Thiago Silva, man. Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> Well,
2: I said, no, he, no, I no he, games,
0: I, everybody's everybody's talking about. Oh, this might be Neymar's last World Cup. This might be Ronaldo's last World Cup. This is gonna be Thiago Silva's last World Cup. Yes, and absolutely. that guy could be left in a trophy. And it, I believe yeah. this is his fifth. And what a career! Just oh. honestly, you look through that team, and they are beginning to pull away in my mind as as tournament favorites. Just from what I've seen. Yeah and in the the fact that you know the bench you, you feel like at any given moment they could just absolutely sweep a team aside but they're patient you know it took yeah. them a while to break things down the other day against serbia but ultimately yeah. they did and then you're like oh my god how bad is it going to get kind of thing right yeah. and i think like they're like just i think they're capable of it they they're, they're kind of like what happens when city get going um yeah. you, they get a little scary and they very much have an attitude of i don't care if you score which I don't think anybody's scored on me yet. Um, so that's going to be another interesting thing, what they've got. Um, Switzerland, correct? Yeah, yeah. So Nelson just so, just,
2: uh, just lock down, dude. I mean, just lock yeah. down. Um, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, as we go through that, it's 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 amazing to see the teams that have come through and the teams that we still don't know yet. Um hmm you know, that group with Japan and Belgium and uh, Germany, it, we, we just don't know. We don't well, know. Well,
0: your boy Hakim Ziyech, uh might be able to do oh, some uh, miracle Morocco. work for Morocco, too. I mean, that they're alive and you've got them picked. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think really How? that, that tomorrow is going to be fun from that perspective, yes. in, in my opinion. There's going to be some really fun matchups going on tomorrow.
2: How about the African teams, man? Just coming to the World Cup and showing up and playing. Who, who would have thought Ghana would still be in the conversation? Who would have thought that Morocco still would be in the cup? Con- because we didn't even know if Hakim Ziyech was going to be there or not. Right. Like we didn't. We didn't know. Senegal, yes, they had Edward Mindy. Yes, they had Koulibaly. You know, they, they, but in my opinion, I didn't hear a lot of I didn't hear a lot of people giving them a chance. and my God, those guys they if 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 it shows anything and and I think this should excite anyone in the u s um and I say the u s because we're we're the last ones to really to really embrace this beautiful game holy. um if it's any indication, the parody that now is developing across the world. This should be something that we celebrate. Like this should be something that excites Mm -hmm. you, that it's not always the, you know, the Spain, France, Germany, uh, you know, England, it's not just them. Like there are teams coming after them and Mm -hmm. I'm telling you we're one of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I think, the The gap has been getting you know slowly narrowed, you know, for mm-hmm. a couple decades now. I mean, you know, Ghana has a good history uh, at, at the world cup. Um, and I think um, what's amazing to see is well, that gap has been closed mm-hmm. what those what those big countries do to continue elevating themselves. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a Brazil side that decided to bring nine strikers to the (laughs) tournament that they're not hiding their hand. They're telling you straight up what they intend to do to you Um, and they can back it up. You know, I don't I don't know if anybody thought necessarily Richarlison was going to be, you know, the the breakout player of this tournament. Um, But, you know. I, th- I think for those of us who watch closely, you you knew it could be expected. I think we're waiting for whoever that next guy is going to be because that's what I love about these ma- major international tournaments. Is there's always somebody who's been a little on the fringe, who's about to make it their moment. You know, maybe that's Marcus Rashford, a guy who's been kind of on the edge, uh, you know, and and had had some setbacks over the last two years. That'd be great. Um, but you know, m- maybe it's Bruno's coming out party for Portugal you know, taking the mantle from, from Ronaldo. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's definitely Mbappe, what he has done so far. Uh, You're, you're almost not shocked by it, but then you see what he does and you're like, no, I'm still shocked because this guy's just so fantastic. I mean, he's, he's really just been monumental. You know, I love these tournaments. I love this. I I wanted to say this time of year because, but it's not this time of year only because it's when the world cup is, Um, but I I love the world cup.
2: I want to ask you about that before we go into the Hey Aaron segment. How for me, I'm actually enjoying it being during this time. And here's why is because during the holidays, it, it, it just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a different feel. Like it's mm-hmm. a different feel and, and it just, I don't know. It, it makes it, I don't know. It just makes it special in a different way. I'm not saying it's better but i'm actually enjoying it being being around this time of year i, I
0: have n- not found it as annoying as i thought it was going to cuz the reality is that whether it's in the summer or the winter if it's halfway around the world like it is it's still going to you know be competing with you know my job and and, and things of that right. nature right. um you know it but it's also kind of neat you know you the 5am games that, that that was a little tough but it was pretty it's been pretty cool for this past week to like get up Start up my computer, put the game on in the background, I can have the sound on and and just kind of listen and kind of pop over the monitor and kind of check things out. Um, And then, you know, take a little break and then you're like, oh, it's lunchtime for the, you know, for the 11 o'clock game and, you know, check that out. And then, you know, nice little afternoon kind of, hey. I don't, you know, don't have any meetings. I can get it cut out earlier. You know what? Well, I'm going to pop on the couch for a half hour and watch a little bit of this match kind of thing. Sure, it, sure. it is kind of nice. It, it is kind of nice. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they schedule things um, in 2026 to see who they're going to try to accommodate the most when it comes to those right. games. Um, well, but, yeah, you know, I, I I love it.
2: Yeah. What's been interesting, too, about this is that I've had students in my office. Like, <laughs> you know, after I, got done, after I got done teaching, it's like, hey i'm going to be watching matches do you want to come? yeah sure i've had a couple of students in my office come and watch a match and right it, on it, it fosters this this sense of hey let's let's talk it's a community mm-hmm. type thing um colleagues have said hey you know i really i want to i want to watch a match with you i'm like hey all right cool come on let's watch a match and so it, it's it, this time of year i think we just feel more mm-hmm. you know community driven yeah i guess yeah, and, and and I think what this has done is it's introduced um, the United States in a way to soccer um, that that we really haven't done before. We really haven't embraced it. Like like um, I, I forget who I heard say this, but it's like you know before we should you know most Americans you should turn TV on every four years and and expect to see us in the World Cup. And when we turn it on in twenty eighteen, it's like oh what we didn't make it. And but this time, it's amazing because the u s. England match, the highest, like highest number of people in the United States, that's the the one number one match that anybody's ever watched. And then the USA Iran match, I don't I haven't got the numbers for that one yet, but I'm sure it's right up there. So it's yeah. growing. This sport is becoming more and more popular here. And it's not becoming it's not it's not just because kids play it on Saturday mornings and we have to go and get you know cut up oranges and take you know juice boxes. It's a legit sport that is truly becoming part of the fabric. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it continues to become part of the fabric of who we are as America because it it makes us global. It it doesn't it doesn't keep us, it it doesn't Mm -hmm. make us so nationalistic. Where we're the only ones playing this sport, and so we're the best. It's like no, mm-hmm. we're competing against the world, and the world's competing against us, and we're part of that mm-hmm. world. And so, to me, it just—I'm going to get off my soapbox, and I'm going to let you do your thing. <laughs> but that's just where I'm at with it, man. I just—I I love this sport too. I love it, absolutely love it. So he's—he's
0: he's new, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? On. Well, I, I just want to kind of piggyback on 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 your topic because you know, for those folks out there, Evans, a, a history professor, um, <clears throat> and 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 vocal and front and center on uh, you know minority issues and activism and things of that nature, and you know, there there is a political side of the World Cup, and 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 there always is, and there's especially one uh, at, at this particular uh, venue, and. I think it's an opportunity. It's a jumping off point to sit here and, and watch a, a soccer match getting played and to be able to, you know, have a, have a safe conversation about, you know, some of these issues And the, and there's pushback, you know, the Iranian guy I thought was a little aggressive with his questioning. Um, but, you know, if, if people are going to want to talk about rainbow armbands and, um, you know, the other issues that are existing in Qatar, and those are valid, then it's perfectly acceptable to say, well, wait a second, who are you to make these comments? And I think the answer to that question is people who are aware that those issues are happening and would shine a spotlight on them regardless. I don't think it's hypocrisy as an American to say, Hey, there are concerns about hosting a world cup here, but I have to be willing to have the conversation of, well, wait a second. You've got, you know, an aircraft carrier parked off the coast of somebody's country, or you don't have the greatest track records uh, in the history of your country. And and I would just say, those are those are correct. And as long as we're all doing this in the spirit of trying to improve, I acknowledge the U.S.'s failures. It's a good way to have a conversation with people and say, yeah, we could all do better. Right now, the flashlight of the world, the flashlight is, is on Qatar. And they asked for it. Um, they paid for it. And this comes with it. This is like being a celebrity or or what have you. You're going to have to sit there and answer some some tough questions. Like you said, Tyler Adams showed maturity well beyond his years uh, in yep. handling that question. And, um, you know, I, 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 I love the World Cup because it does bring people together. And one way of doing that is having those tough conversations. So cheers yep. to that. Yep.
2: So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's kind of different. I'm going to combine the Hey Aaron segment and Aaron's – Final thoughts into one. Mm. Um, yeah, I know, I know. And a, it's a, a new simple. one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of simple, but it's kind of complex. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Why don't you send us out with how far do you really think the United States can go in this tournament? And well, and as far as the final thought part, what does that mean? for us as Americans.
0: Well, let me get to a bracket so I could see who our potential opponents would be. All right, so <clears throat> I see a path. Groopy e first versus Groopy e second. I say group B first versus group. So if Spain win their group, <clears throat> I see a path to the semi-final. I
2: think wow. we
0: I think we can beat the Netherlands. I think it will take a, a very disciplined uh, approach to it. Mm. And I think it's gonna require some finishing because um, I don't think one goal is going to be enough to beat the Netherlands. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I think they got goals in them, um, and, and our guys need to keep their heads. Just giving up a goal doesn't mean we have necessarily have to lose a game. Um, we, we can fight back, uh, but I think we're going to need multiple to get through. Um, I know this sounds crazy, but the matchup after that's the winner of Argentina and Australia, and I don't think Australia is going to win but I think Australia is going to show everybody that Argentina is not going to win the world cup. Mm-hmm. And I think the U S could really figure out a way to put together a performance, especially give them the ball, get physical with them and hit them on the counterattack. attack. Um, the only problem is I think very clearly Louis van Hall intends to play Louis, <laughs> Lisandro Martinez from now on uh, the butcher of now Manchester. And boy, oh, yeah. that dude is just amazing. Oh, um, so that would be hard to get through. And, and I'm, yeah. you know, but I think we could get to the semifinals at which point I think we're running into a, a red hot Spain team. And I, and I just don't, I don't see a way through them, but I tell you if, if we, if we mastermind a way through the Netherlands and then Argentina, you can't be afraid of anybody you play after that. Yeah. You, man, you man, really man. can't. Um, so I, you know, I, I think that's the upside. Uh, I, I, you know, if I, if you ask me to put money on the match, uh, I'd, I'd put some money on the USA uh, for my heart, but I'd also put some money on the Netherlands to probably win. I'm gonna guess two, maybe two nil, two to one. Um, it, it, it's, but um, I, I don't think that would be a horrible result. It'll depend on the performance. We've talked about this a lot with with you know Manchester United and Chelsea. You know sometimes you can lose in a good way, uh, and if yeah. they can go out there and, and they really get after it. And, and put pressure on and you just lose because the Netherlands are the Netherlands and have some guys that, you know, other countries don't have. Cody Gakpo is really going off right it's now. Hot. He, he's going to look real nice in a Manchester United Jersey. <laughs> um, um, but they can hurt you with so many other ways. Cause a guy that used to wear the Manchester United Jersey is, is, is probably going to get more minutes uh, in Memphis to pie. Uh, I mean, they can really hurt you from a lot of places. A guy that should be wearing a Manchester United jersey and Frankie De Jong got a goal and assist the other day. So, they really, really can hurt you. Um, yeah. But, but there's a way through. There's a way through. There would, I, th- I think the worst case scenario would be to get drubbed. You know, a three zero a would be bad. A three zero four zero kind of thing where the floodgates just really open up. Because what do you do? You know, that there's no playing for tomorrow. You know, you're yeah. you're not you're not just trying to amass a points over a thirty eight game season you know, you, you, have got to go for it. Um, so, you know, my heart says the U S can win it. My head tells me it's probably the Netherlands and, and they're going to do the business. Um, but that's why we play the game and there will be no shame. Uh, the, uh, I, I think what we touched on earlier today, what it means for the United States is it it puts us back where we belong on the world stage. I, I believe as one of the top, you know, 10 to 15 countries, in, in the world. Um we've got, you know, the, the one of the coolest things is because this is the youngest team in the tournament, think about how good some of these guys are going to be in four years.
2: Absolutely. Who's Weston
0: Absolutely. McKinney going to be starting at central midfield for in four years? Where's oh. Christian Pulisic going to be in four years? Who's Timothy Way going to be scoring goals for in four years? Yeah. Does Matt Turner own the goalkeeping job at Arsenal yeah. in four years? There's so much to look forward to. I don't want to look that far ahead because I, Netherlands is a winnable match But that's what it means for the United States Is is we're back where we belong And we're on the upward trajectory
2: My man, my man Hit that theme music brother Because it is time for us to land this plane Thank you all so much Please make sure you are In front of some type of TV At 9 o'clock or, yeah, 9 o'clock on Saturday. Yes. for that us Netherlands match. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. Smash that like yeah. button,
0: subscribe, comment. We're all over the place, Anchor yeah. Spotify. We're coming in at just under an hour, so we'll get on Instagram, YouTube, Woo. Facebook. See you out there, folks. Love you. Bye-bye. Black people vote.
2: Georgia. Hashtag Sege.